0: Passport to Citizenship, a Range Developments podcast. Welcome to this exciting podcast series, which will explore the concept of citizenship by investment and what it actually is and enables. We will be interviewing the leading names in the world of citizenship by investment, luxury travel, real estate and politics, and hearing about their story and journey in life, as well as their views on citizenship by investment. But who are we? Range Developments is the largest and most successful hospitality developer in the Eastern Caribbean engaged in the citizenship by investment sphere. Our objective is to provide investors with access to exceptional real estate developments under citizenship by investment programmes of the countries that we operate in. Enjoy and remember to rate, review and subscribe. Welcome everybody, thank you once again for tuning in to our latest episode in our very exciting podcast series. Today I'm very excited to welcome our guest who has a very interesting role for two reasons. The first being actually her role is to strengthen relationships between two very exciting locations and secondly those locations are particularly Wonderful. Uh, Not least from a weather standpoint, which I always talk about because clearly that's what British people do. And I am now sat here in a very cold, wintry UK. So I am very excited to welcome today Rose-Ann Benjamin, and she is Grenada's Consul General to the UAE. Rose, welcome.
1: Yes, I am. And thank you for having me today.
0: You're very welcome. And how are you?
1: I am excellent because at the moment I am in Grenada.
0: Yes. And I'm going to ask this question. The weather, good?
1: Uh, Lovely weather. Of course, we have the tropical weather, so it's
0: awesome. I I didn't expect it to be (laughs) raining or anything particularly poor, so I'm uh, I'm very jealous of you right now. But look, I'm really excited to talk to you. Tell me a bit about your career today and, and obviously more about your role right now. Okay, so uh, for the past 19 years,
1: I have been um, a teacher at the Leading All Boys High School in Grenada. Um, During my 19 years, I would have studied psychology. So I stopped for a while, studied psychology at the St. George's University School of Medicine. That's where I did my bachelor's degree. Um, after which I volunteered for some time at Her Majesty's Prison for just about three years. Then I took a break again from that 19 years of teaching, went to study in China where I did management. I did my master's degree, specialized in leadership and policies, graduated with honors, did some humanitarian voluntary services. And um, until my training, I moved on to the foreign missions. And here I am currently on assignment to Grenada's diplomatic mission in Dubai. Wow.
0: I mean, (laughs) that is some impressive career, Rose. I wasn't expecting that. Let's just go back to the teaching. Uh, I mean, firstly, I've I've sort of looked, explored St. George's University, which is is a massive draw uh, for for Grenada. It looks outstanding, particularly obviously the medical side. What, What sort of made you go into teaching, obviously you were were in teaching for 19 years, What, what sort of attracted you to the profession?
1: Actually, to teaching, it was one way of reaching the world uh, and our society um, on a larger scale. Rather than the one-on-one, when you get to teach, you get to reach out to students, you get to reach out to their families, and you get to reach out to the community at large. So
0: I, you know, that's what already attracted me. I'm a people's person. I was just going to say that actually, that you've obviously got a strong sense of wanting to connect with humans, getting to know people. and Obviously that must play a huge role uh, in your in your job today, so it makes complete sense. And obviously, then the uh, the sort of the the stint in Her Majesty's prison. Uh, you're, you're fascinating, Rose. I'm already a fan, so <laughs> we don't need to go any further. What a great career history! And uh, Grenada. Talking about Grenada um, and and your role. What what does it mean to be the consul general to to the UAE? What what does that entail?
1: Uh, Well, to be the Concert General, my role as the Concert General actually, is to strengthen ties between Grenada and the United Arab Emirates, uh, to promote trade and investment, to market Grenada as a tourist destination, to provide services to nationals and non-nationals, to establish new avenues for cooperation with other countries and people, of course, I'm in the UAE and I'm going to be interacting with persons from Africa, from uh, the Middle Eastern countries, you know, that sort of thing, to seek assistance in areas such as education, skill training, scholarship, infrastructure, so many ways. You know, sometimes Grenada do need assistance and it's one way to get assistance in whatever way possible. And it's also a way that we can give assistance uh, wherever we can you know we also do the renewing of passports and issuance of visas and other consular related jobs
0: fantastic and i imagine it's um it's a pretty interesting uh, role day to day and obviously you get involved with Uh, some really uh, I guess exciting developments you're seeing the future of Grenada as it's happening and we'll we'll talk more about the link between UAE and and Grenada in a moment but Grenada somewhere actually I've been uh, many years ago and I absolutely loved um, but I think you know with Caribbean islands they tend to get grouped particularly you know from a tourist standpoint as sort of you know oh visit the Caribbean and one of many islands and and I always sort of felt that you know for me Grenada was just the sort of hidden gem that that was sort of grouped and this is historically with other islands but it was absolutely beautiful and and the people uh were just wonderful but are there sort of three things could you name three things that makes Grenada special as an island?
1: Oh, sure. So you spoke that you have been to Grenada and of course Mm. you must have interacted with the friendly people. So one I would put as the top of the list is the friendliness of the people. Once you visit Grenada as a person, you become part of the Grenadian extended family. So automatically you become family. There is this warmth and this hospitality that makes Grenada, Grenada. So uh, some people, because of the warmth and the hospitality, they actually made Grenada home, just because of the interaction. Secondly, Grenada, what makes Grenada special is that offshore American university. We have the largest offshore American medical university, which is, of course, the St. George's University School of Medicine. The campus itself, it's a sight to behold. Um, It it brings that sort of luxurious look to the country, to the south of the island. It's a luxurious investment, and it's a beautiful facility. And third, the virgin-like atmosphere and the tropical terrain, the mountains, the sea, the lake, the waterfall, the hot springs, the unspoiled beauty of Grenada, and the opportunity that such resources provide for persons who reside in Grenada and who would be
0: thinking of developing or coming to live in Grenada? Sign me up, Rose. I'm there. I want to come back again. <laughs> Please put me on a plane now. Stop all of this COVID thingy that I can't get on a plane. No, it, it is, you're, you're absolutely right. And obviously, you know, you know it intimately. I've uh, obviously visited, but obviously you've studied as well at St. George's University and it does look phenomenal. And I think, you know, when somebody is looking at CBI as, a, as an investment, it is for the long term, because if you've got younger children and, you know, you want to get them into a great university, but I guess in in, in an environment that is safe it is friendly you know it's different to to many locations around the world that perhaps might not be the same I think it it just offers so much and, and you know almost the word island kind of implies it's small it's not got everything there you couldn't possibly live there but I just think that that's completely wrong and the sort of the word islands is is somewhat misleading when it comes to to Grenada and and all that it can offer um obviously it goes it's kind of obligatory at the moment to to talk a little bit bit about COVID-19 um how's Grenada handled the the whole pandemic and and what's the sort of the current state of play with regards to infection rates etc.?
1: Okay, I must say that the government has done a great job in handling COVID-19. Now, one of the things that we have to remember is that we have a very small population. So I think that too would have led to the control. With just about 120,000 persons, the government uh, implemented the early lockdown. There were also strict protocols to follow and the major thing were the border control. Of course, Grenada would have gotten a big hit from um, the, border, the border closing because Grenada depends primarily on tourism and air and uh, sea uh, movements, which is the cruise ship and the planes and so forth, the aircrafts and so on. And with the border control, with the border being closed, cruise ships could not come into Grenada nor the, the flights coming in. Presently, though, Flights are coming into Grenada, but uh, fortunately for us, the few cases that we would have encountered over the past few weeks uh, have been controlled at the border. So for the past seven months or so, there have been no community cases. And um, as I said before, the few persons that came in, they were actually uh, caught at the border and treated um, in quarantine at the same time. So the health professionals and the team, Um, have been very proactive, and we also have very strict fines for persons who would have broken uh, the quarantine. So I must say that the government have done an excellent job and is still doing an excellent job. Grenada is regarded as one of the very, very low-risk countries, as I said, to date. For the past seven months, we have been COVID-free, basically, in Grenada.
0: Well, I'm really, really glad to to hear that and to hear also that there's a continuation of that approach. And, and you know, obviously it's a difficult call because tourism is, is absolutely crucial for, for an island. I use that island word, but for somewhere like Grenada. But I think you have to be quite sort of regimented with the approach because actually it's about the long term protection. And I guess, you know, if you're an international tourist and of course, you know, you'll be you'll be tested, etc., it's actually a real safe haven and, and particularly if you're kind of, you know, as we all are really working from home. I know we've spoken about range developments, this idea of sort of the, you know, working from home in another location and obviously if you are in a position that that is uh, something that you can do, I mean, it, it it feels like a no-brainer where you're kind of, I guess, sort of chasing the curve, uh, the downwards, obviously, trajectory as opposed to the upwards one and, and working somewhere where the weather's fantastic, where your family will th- flourish. It just, it, it makes sense. So I'm, I'm delighted and, and really pleased that you guys are uh, in a great place. We spoke early, uh, earlier about the relationship between high net worth individuals uh, and, you know, your role sort of between uh, UAE and Grenada. Is there sort of a particular... You know, relationship between the two two locations is it a very strong one? Hence, you've sort of been put into place to really strengthen it and make sure that it is uh, maximized to to its full potential.
1: Okay, yes. So um, the high network, um, we we have. So I can look at it from two angles. So we have the persons that is already citizens of Grenada and those that are not yet citizens of Grenada. Right. So for those persons who are citizens of Grenada, we have a very good relationship, I must say, very strong relationship with these citizens. Um, We are realizing that the citizens now, sorry, they're realizing that, you know, they should not just have the Grenada passport. But now some of these persons found themselves doing their personal investment. Um, they're buying lands, they're doing houses, villas, restaurants, farms, etc. So we get calls ever so often saying, you know, we want to invest personally you now in Grenada. We want to do our own thing, you know, just apart from having the passport. Uh, some of them also assist Grenada in areas such as education and health, reformation. So, for example, we would have some of these individuals donating computers to schools or medical facilities to, uh, for example, wheelchairs or beds to the hospitals, um, computers for the reformation of the prison and uh, such things. Um, They do keep a very close connect with the mission, which of course is the consulate in Dubai, and join the services that the mission offers. Uh, now they can get their passport renewed, they can get no objection letter, they can get certain documents certified. So they're enjoying these services. And for those that have not yet been citizens, we are seeing an increase in interest through the research some of them have been doing and they realize Grenada is the place to be. Some of them would have heard from their friends of the opportunities that exist and so they're showing major interest. And also, because there is a consulate now in Dubai, they're realizing, why not Grenada? Why should we invest in another country and there, is not the, there isn't the services offered? So with Grenada having a consulate or a presence in the UAE, this has brought excellent opportunities for these individuals who would like to invest in Grenada or would have invested in Grenada.
0: Do you know what I really, I guess, sort of, I wouldn't say surprises me, but I find really interesting. I think there's a perception that sort of uh, an investor, when they invest into a country and obviously, you know, they get that citizenship, that that's it, done, finished, you know. But actually it feels like, you know these individuals are looking at it as a long term investment they want grenada to then flourish and 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 if they can help in that journey they will and 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 i'm really i guess touched by that and and i guess a lot of people would sort of think oh okay that's not what i thought but i think it goes to to show that it isn't this whole sort of cbi Um, you know investment isn't just oh I'd like that thanks very much and I'll just take it for granted people look at it as something which they then put back into you know they've been gifted citizenship and actually they then want to give something back in whatever way that they can so I, I think that's wonderful and of course that you know really helps with the next generation not just those that obviously have children you know, as, as a citizen, uh, as part of their second citizenship, and that, you know, the children are there, but actually the children that, you know, are already uh, native to Grenada. I, th- I think that's wonderful. Um, I guess just sort of delving a bit deeper into Grenada, and and, and obviously we can't uh, leave this without talking about the wonderful Six Senses Las Agues Resort uh, that is currently under development. What... Do you think range developments who are developing the resort um, and, and as I mentioned, the Six Senses Lesser Guest Resort, what do you think sort of that collaboration will do for Grenada as an island?
1: Yes. So the range development Six Senses has, I, I want to start by saying this development has placed Grenada on the map. Why did I say that? Some person said to me, I have never heard of Grenada until I heard of range development. So I realized, wow, there, there is something there. So it has placed, and it is still placing Grenada on the map. It's promoting tourism for persons who never heard of Grenada or who heard of Grenada, but for some reason have never been interested in Grenada it also creates job opportunities for individual in so doing it creates a better life not just for the individual but also for their families the 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 implementation or the coming of uh, range development also has and will increase agriculture production as you know there is a link between agriculture and construction and tourism so having um Range development, of course, I am sure that the, the, the government would, would have some mandate so that range would have to purchase the, the crops from the farmers and so forth. So the farmers would see an increase in the production. Also, it contributes, it would contribute to the country's GDP. And already, I must say that Grenadian people have begun to enjoy the benefits of range, even if it's not yet fully built. For example, I have seen range development sponsoring some of the sporting teams. And um, they would have given contributions to the health sectors, um, wheelchairs and all of that. To the education sector, they have been contributing significantly. So they have been building the country in their own way already without even yet fully being um, constructed. the, 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 the building of uh, range development also would enhance the rural district. It would bring life to the rural area because Las Vegas is not located in the city and it's not in the heart of the tourist district. So it's going to be bringing a, a new life, new revenue, for that uh, jurisdiction and enhance the quality of life for the citizens in that area and by extension for Grenada. So it, it creates this connect, this connection, this, this, this connection between um, the people and a better standard of life. So I must say that it would bring significant economic and social benefits to the people of Grenada.
0: Wow, what a wonderful way to answer that question. Thank you, Rose. And and you're right, you know, look, there are uh, there's lots of development going on all around the world. And, and there's, you know, like with everything in life, there's different types of developers, different types of people. But I think what is at the core of range developments is that, you know, it's an investment for the future of the island, the future of the people that inhabit Grenada, but also the future of the people that will ultimately invest in the island. So it really is that long-term play, um, which, you know, just for me, still still impresses me about the company and and really will be felt for many, many years and many generations to come. So it's, it's a wonderful uh, thing that is going on right now. To finish us off, Rose, and it's the million dollar question that uh, I guess we all sometimes ponder in life. Is there anything that you uh, now know that you wish you'd have known 10 years ago?
1: Wow, this one is indeed challenging. <laughs> but like, honestly, I'm going to answer this from um, the perspective of what we just spoke about. So 10 years ago, I wish I knew how important a second citizenship was for so many people. Why? For me, I know many things that we take for granted. I know that I have, for example, a Grenadian passport and I only know that I have a Grenadian passport where I can travel and and it's okay. But 10 years ago, I never knew that there were some people that wish they had that opportunity to have the passport that I have and I maybe sometimes take for granted today. You know, in Grenada, sometimes we complain, for example, about the rain. It rains too much. <laughs> and being in Dubai, I realize how much I miss the rain. Sometimes I see the people, they do the cloud seeding, and I say, oh my God, I took rain for granted. <laughs> you know, but now, <laughs> you know, I, 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 10 years ago, I never knew the value of these things. And I just want to end by giving this story that I once heard. There was this young man, And he had lost everything, so to speak. And he had one banana, and he decided he's going to eat that banana and then wait to die. So he went on a tree, he ate that banana, and he threw the skin of the banana away. When he looked below, he saw someone pick up that skin of the banana and ate the skin and was so happy. Then he realized, wow, in life, Certain things that we take for granted, we should not. So that's what I would like to say.
0: What a wonderful way to end a podcast. You're you're absolutely right, Rose. And obviously, clearly living in the UK, I mean, rain, I guess I take it for granted because frankly, I've got no choice. Uh, It's kind of in abundance, but you're totally right. It's it's sometimes you have to revert to the small things, particularly now when obviously we've all been living in this strange world with COVID-19. And I think, you know, so many people, me included, were running at a million miles an hour prior to then. And actually, if this pandemic has done anything, it is actually for all of us to sit there and realise some of the things that we have taken for granted that we're now enjoying the simple little things particularly in our own homes or you know things like travel and, and the ability to move freely and that's you know as soon as things like that have been taken away it kind of makes you think wow actually I took that for granted so I couldn't agree more with you. Rose it has been wonderful talking to you today thank you so much for your time and uh yeah keep keep smiling and keep telling your stories oh thank you so much
1: and thank you for having me and thank you for being to grenada so you know what it's like you know the friendliness of the people and because you had first-hand experience so i'm very happy for that opportunity and looking forward to
0: many opportunities like this to come Oh, you're most welcome. And thank you to our listeners. Please remember everybody to rate, review and subscribe. And I will catch you next time. Thank you. bye